Hey, man. Hey. How you doing, Nilesies? I'm doing great. So we are here in Gdansk area of Poland. Me and Niles are currently in uh, isolation for two weeks since we were traveling in airports and we don't want to put anybody at risk, so we're quarantining for two weeks. And uh, we thought we'd start out with a little, <laughs> a little podcast. All right, so what are we going to talk about today, Niles? We're going to talk about how video games changed throughout the years. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, and how my dad views video games now, and how he did when he was a child. A child, and when I how I view video games now, and how I view video games from his generation. Yeah. Okay. So I'm 52. So I think I was pretty much the first hardcore video game generation. Uh -huh. I would say. You know. So tell me a little bit. Uh, just, I want to know the differences between now and then, from your perspective. So I am not a gamer today. So like a lot of I know. people, a lot of people, I got out of video gaming. Really, Around I played. The age of... I played intensively until through high school. Uh huh. Maybe less toward the later years of high school. Mostly for me, hardcore gaming every day from twelve to like. 15, 16, and then a little bit the rest of high school, and then not so much in university. Yeah. Basically, once I got interested in women. Girls. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but This so, is not what this podcast is about. <laughs> so I remember I remember when Pong came out, the first video games came out, and I guess it was the 70s, right? Pong was the, the little, like, um, tennis game, right? Right, the little tennis game. Which and is so simple. I remember my brother had it on his machine, but I don't remember what machine we originally ran Pong on. You could run it on various machines, really? I mean, I guess. I don't I don't remember what the platform was for Pong. But anyway, let's talk. So you're a gamer today. I am... I'm not the most uh, dedicated gamer. I, I do play games a lot, but I don't do it all the time. I enjoy watching games again. I, I do enjoy watching games. Yeah. And um, first of all, now gaming and the gaming community is so much bigger. It's become like um, like Hollywood, basically. Yeah, it's enormous industry. It's a massive industry creating games for everybody now. It's mm -hmm. not just considered for children or you know kids who just want to play some games. It's considered for everybody. And because it's such a huge, like, genre of entertainment, um, it's for all ages. And there's various stuff, and that's very interesting to me. Now, so what are the games you play today? What are the game? The main game that I play is uh, Minecraft. And mm -hmm. I also play some various games like GDA and Doom and um, Borderlands. I just started playing Borderlands. And, I mean, they're more expensive now, aren't they, than they were so many years ago? Again, I think there's a lot more of everything. I think probably per play it was more expensive back then. Really? Yeah, like because like each game... And plus, there's a huge difference now and then, because I think uh, when you were a child, you had consoles, mm -hmm. and gaming on a computer wasn't really a big thing. But now, the PC market for uh, games is uh, the more dominant one. Right, PC. Yeah. 
is bigger than PlayStation or Xbox? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh-huh. I think. I'm not sure. Okay, so I like to see Niles playing, and I like the video games. I think they're amazing, but I And I want him to play with me, but he doesn't want to, because... Uh, well, you know, something happens to you physiologically where the... Oh, yeah, it happens biologically. No, you lose, you lose your hand-eye coordination that you have when you're a kid, and it becomes less interesting to be, like, three beats behind every game. Right? Uh-huh. You know, so I'm, I'm well, more interested in seeing the games, you, but, I mean, yeah. and I'm more interested in storytelling games than I am reflex uh, games. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, and I think it's really cool and interesting. I'm a big supporter. I think it's fun to see people playing all what these games great games. What games did you play when you were a child? So the again, I saw it from Pong. We played the biggest game probably with games like Asteroids uh-huh. and. Um, uh, Donkey Kong, Galaxy, uh, uh, any games that I don't know, Invaders, Pac-Man, are not in, uh, all those culture. type games, right? Joust. Whoa, uh, what's what's uh, Joust? Joust, you fly around on on uh, ostriches, and it's like a jousting game, like a medieval jousting game. Only you're on ostriches flying through space. Okay, right. um, let's continue. <laughs> and I would say I split my time half time on the TV with the uh-huh. game console, and the other half we were in an arcade putting quarters in the machine. Yeah, the thing with the arcade, to me it seems like a big waste, really, of money. It was pretty expensive to play. Really? You know, it was a quarter a game back then. Uh-huh. So in the 1970s, a quarter would probably be a dollar a game now or more. Damn. So we used to go to the arcades. Um, and uh, so. <laughs> yes. Um, so I think it's fun to see other games. I like to watch you play. Let's talk about. Um, so you're into Minecraft and the games you mentioned. And There's so many difference, in different addition, reasons why. What, so in addition to the games that you personally play, you can. there's now this huge thing where people go on Twitch. It's a little, before we go on that topic, it's a little bit overwhelming to see the huge amount of games that's in there. It's a little bit overwhelming. The number of games. Yeah. I play with my friends a lot of games, sometimes. And uh, they're always like playing a new game, and I'm kind of forced myself to, oh, I want to get that new game I want to play as well. So I think it's very different. Did you play with your friends? Or did you invite him over? No, we because we, now it's mostly online. There was online. no online game playing, uh-huh. so I used to go with my friends, and we would play using two uh, controllers on the console. And we also had they had the online platforms like CompuServe, and uh, this was before AOL and the Source, I think it was called. So we used to play online adventure games, mm. right? But we could not play any interactive graphics games online. That was that was later the case. Yeah. Well, it's just interesting to me. So, in addition to there being richer games and more games today... So, there's AAA titles, and there's indie games, there's different types of games now. What does that so mean, AAA? It basically means the the games that are... What I think it is, I'm not really sure, is the games that are by the biggest studios, the biggest names in the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. And they put all their effort into this beautiful masterpiece graphically or gameplay wise game like big budget games big budget games like 
Red Dead Redemption 2, for example. Mm-hmm. That's a big budget game. That's a triple A game. I think. I'm not sure if that would if that's what it means. So yeah, that's uh so basically it's all the uh, the nice companies that make good games. Mm-hmm. That, are, that make good games, but they're also very expensive. How much do those games cost? Usually, sixty bucks. Sixty bucks, right? Sixty bucks, right? See, which I, is pretty expensive, in my opinion. I think I think it's cheaper on a cost, on, a, on an inflation-adjusted basis than it was back then. I think games back then were like thirty bucks, which would be the equivalent of like, let's say, four times as much today. So I think again, prices are actually lower, but. The most expensive brand new games are sixty, but I see a lot of the top games later on being like fifteen or twenty. I know. They're cheaper later because right? they're creating new variations of the game or creating sequels. So the older so the games, older are games value. that might still have uh, great gameplay, great story, or whatever. Lower down the price because there's a new game. Say I downloaded Doom on Steam, which is a place where you can get games, and it was ten dollars, I think. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there was a new game called Doom Eternal, mm-hmm. and it was a sequel. So it kind of like sh- overshadowed. Mm-hmm. Is that how I would say mm-hmm. the original Doom game? Well, not the original Doom game, but the Doom game that came the prior version. Yeah, and uh, so then the price went down, mm-hmm. and then I took advantage of it. Yeah, so it's an amazing number of great games, basically. If you look at all the and choices, it's you have, right? so many good games. Yeah, and even free games now. So there's the basics of the industry, which is the number of games, how good the games are, all that stuff, and then. Yeah. There's all the stuff that's grown out of that, including things like Twitch, where people are streaming themselves playing, right? Mm-hmm. So and a lot of we never had any it. of that before, right? But that seems fun. It's fun to watch people play. Like it's fun to watch people play sports. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, when I I think of this like when I used to stand in the arcade and watch somebody who was very good at a game play the game, so I could learn how to play it better. Is that the main thing that people do on Twitch? Nope. What's the main thing? I, I, I wouldn't say it's the biggest thing to watch to get better. It, it is a big part of it, but I think it's mostly just for planner entertainment. And it depends on the Twitch streamer himself or herself. Uh-huh. Right? Do people care? Like, let's take a great game, whatever that is. Okay. Do let's people... say Rainbow Six Siege. Right. That's so a great game. Rainbow Six Siege. Are there, like... The, the best players of those games yes, in the world? Yes, that's what I was going to talk about right now. There's the best players in the world, which those best players in the world compete in a different league. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other thing. It's like eSports. Mm-hmm. You know what eSports mm-hmm. is? Mm-hmm. Is you there do. one gaming league or many? Uh, there's many, I think. A lot of gaming leagues. I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't know a lot of stuff about that because I'm not the biggest uh, fan or I don't follow too much. But esports is basically a sport mm-hmm. for gaming. Mm-hmm. Say the person is playing Overwatch, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a very competitive game. It has to be a competitive game, mm-hmm. you know, in order to compete with other players. And basically, there's usually stages where they're sitting there and just playing, and they're the best players in the world, and it's super fun, and it's very. There's people commentating on it, like uh, so those narrators. Are the 
Those are tournaments for the best players in the world. And are those tournaments available on Twitch, for example? Yes, so I think so. If you, if I wanted to be, if I had an ambition to be the best, is it Overlord? What? Overlord, is that the name of the game? <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> Overlord, how did yeah. you... Overwatch? Overwatch. Overwatch, okay. It's a pretty simple name. Right. It's not the Have word. you seen Overwatch? Are you familiar with the game? Yeah, okay. I've played it once or twice before. So if I wanted to be the best player of Overwatch in the world... Doubt it, yes. Right, <laughs> which would be very difficult Yeah. Me. Is that an action game or an adventure game? It's an action game. It's an action first game. Person, first person shooter game. First person shooter. So if yep. I wanted to be the best of that and I wanted to learn from the best, what would I do? Could I go on Twitch? You could, but I think their eSports is streamed to individual platforms, or you can just go to a tournament. Yeah, those tournaments, if, if I don't want to physically attend an eSports, can I you watch can. it online? Yeah, you can. I think you can, yeah. Okay, but you, do you know which platform I watch that on, or do I go? Do Usually I do? Twitch, and maybe YouTube so for some games. So they have tournaments on Twitch? Yeah. But you're not so much into that. I'm not really into that. I'm mostly into the experience. Right. right. See, I would like to learn more about the best games. Yeah. I think the ones I would like the best. Well, there's game. so many. There's such a huge list of great games right. that have been developed and still like hold up to this day. Mm -hmm. So you can't really compare to anything. Right. Like I, I mentioned this to you before, the games I ended up liking the best, even when I was a kid, and which uh -huh. I still think I'm most interested in are the adventure games. Like? The ones with a story that you're, pro you're problem give me, solving. Give me some examples, because I'm just name dropping names now. You know, again, I don't know what the current games are. I think Red, Red, what's it? Red, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption is a Western. Is, right. But that was a pretty game, old game. Right? In yeah. other words, it's 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 narrative problem solving as opposed to shooting yeah. up. Yeah, Rockstar right? Games. That's who created. Yeah, Rockstar. Or the which also created Grand Theft Auto, right? Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. That's a storytelling game, right? As opposed to well, both. listen, Grand Theft Auto is both. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto has the story mode, which basically nobody plays unless they don't have access to online mode, which everybody plays. Online mode is with other players, and you're basically your goal is to just get as much money as you can buy crazy stuff and go on missions that yeah. are not stories they're just missions that are generated by the game or given by someone something like that right so it's not a story mode mostly the game the fun part of the game is not story mode in my opinion i see the, gotta, it's the action part of it within the game it's yeah yeah it's the action that's the part. most fun of it but it's set in a world it's set in a Los Santos, which is basically like a variation of Los Angeles. Right. So I'd be interested in anybody listening to this. I, so again, I'm not that much of a gamer. My principal interest is to enjoy with Niles. Niles lives in Greece. I live in Poland. So I would like to deepen my experience with Niles in terms of enjoying games. If you have any suggestion, what's a great game her father and a son. Are we starting to get desperate again? No, I would Waiting like to. Waiting for comments. This is the thing exactly. I would love <laughs> to hear comments. Please leave us a voice message at anchor.fm on, on uh, Talk With Dad so that we can, I can get some suggestions. So I would love to enjoy an adventure type game, probably Windows, with, your with son. Niles. What's the best one for You can't just say father? probably Windows. And a 13-year-old boy, what's the best game that we would enjoy spending time together? That, that's what I'm trying to solve. All right, Dad, 
I have a very serious question okay. about you. Yeah. That will, you know, that will affect the rest of your life. Okay. What do you think about the gaming industry? Like in general. I like it, but I know almost nothing about it now. I like it that people are entertained. What do you want it to seems know? amazing. That I might know. I would like to just. I would like somebody to sit down with me and take me through. Which I'm doing now. The ten most, the ten best games that are out there. You know, give me a ten minute well, brief on each. Well, as I said before, there's so many, such a big list of games, right? So then it just comes down to opinion. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, but for the ten games, somebody who could understand what I like and something that would be. I think something that you would like a game that you would really enjoy is Subnautica. Subnautica. Because it's a story. About? Subnautica is. Basically, you spawn, you spawn, um, you, you know what spawn means? Uh -huh. You do, okay. So you spawn on an alien planet mm -hmm. in the middle of the ocean of that alien planet in like a small, like a spaceship type thing. And your goal is to get out of there, get out mm -hmm. of the, and go back to Earth. So you dive deep like under the ocean of that alien planet you don't know what's there and that's very scary and also very gives you a nice sense of loneliness but in a good way mm -hmm. and you see all these different beautiful alien creatures that and it's also fun. very scary as well the deeper you go down the more dangerous it becomes the encounters the encounter encounters with different animals and stuff it's very nice. The story is amazing. Do you have that game? No. But I've seen people play it, and it's very, very fun. And On very Windows? Yes. Is it a Windows game? I, I think so. Let me ask you this. If you buy, do both people have to buy the game in order to play online? Yeah, of course. Both people buy the games? Yeah. So you have to buy two copies if you want to both be part of a world? Well, yeah, of course. And then you also, do, with PCs, you don't have to get an online subscription. With Sony PlayStation, you have to get an online subscription. Yeah, edition. yeah, you do, you do. So here's another question but for the But the good audience. thing about Sony subscription is you Our get free games every month. <laughs> what? You get free games every month. Yep. But still, I don't think it's worth it. So what is the best platform? Is this also like a big thing for our audience? The, plus, the, What's best, the best platform, platform for a father and a son who are... Not in the same city. See, what I like, what I prefer most is sandbox games, mm -hmm. which is basically like Minecraft, which you can create anything you want and build and just be creative. That's what I like uh, with games. And also I like FPS games. FPS games is when you rely heavily on your frame rate. Uh-huh. What's that mean, something. FPS? FPS. Oh, frame Frames rate? per second. Frames per second. Uh -huh. Yeah. I thought you knew this. Right. Um, okay, so again, to the audience, yeah. our audience of 13 people so far, yeah. what is the best platform? Is it PC? Is it, is it uh, PlayStation or PC. Xbox? What's the best PC. for a guy PC. living in two European countries? PC. Two guys, father and son. What's the best platform? Then what are three games? Niles mentioned one. What are the three games that you'd recommend? That we enjoy together. I'd be here. We're desperate be for your affection. Non-gamer non-gamer fathers with their gaming sons. What's the best game out there? Do you today? know any gaming fathers? <laughs> gaming. Fathers. No, I don't actually. All right. So people, my good people, 
we beg you <laughs> we beg you to leave a comment and uh yeah that's pretty much it yeah right? i don't know anybody that plays games do you i don't know i anybody. know i know it's huge but i don't know it's people. a massive see the age of gamers is mm, i know a lot of old gamers but i also i think mostly it's to 20 something yeah maybe 30 i know some people who still play games at 30 Okay, so yeah. So let, now let me ask you this: What about learning and video games? Right? Like, are there any video games which are popular where you actually learn something? It can be history, it can be languages, anything. Are you aware of any video games that people? I know a lot of video games that have to do with history, with Nazis and different uh, historic events. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't usually I don't usually play those games too much. Are they actually learning, or are they just kind of video games with a historical theme? Do you know? I mean, any of the, they again, could the, be both. The look, they could games. look. They could be both, right? They could be just learning and playing at the same time. But I know a lot of video games who subvert reality. Yeah. And they change history, which I don't think... I think it's a good thing and a bad thing as well. Because right. the good thing is it's good entertainment and very interesting. Uh -huh. But the bad thing is, you know, it's it changes history and some people might perceive it wrong and they think it might be like that. Right. But it won't. Right. So, uh, yeah, what about... You don't know anything about video games with uh, some teaching elements and... You know, there used to be a whole sense that you could learn a lot while playing video games. I don't know where that's gone because I like, haven't paid attention do, do to Do you know any video games as a child? Well, you know, they used to have edutainment, they would call it, right? Which was education and entertainment together. I don't know, again, if any of the top games really provide anything or what the even current thinking is about what the... You know, again, it would be interesting to hear people's perspective if video games are edifying in any way besides for the entertainment factor, right? Uh -huh. You know, what uh, what's what's the latest research on video games in terms of people? What do do big gamers think about what they get out of video games in terms of their life? It, are those questions even worth asking, or is it more like trying to ask those questions? You know, for example, I film. think it came. I think. Uh because people think that video games are not good for you and stuff like that. They wanted a reason to justify video games, right? So they slapped an education label on yeah, them, yeah, right? Yeah, and they used to say it helped your it, reflexes. And yeah, your, and stuff your, like uh, that. But coordination, right? But I don't know, again, yeah, But is it needed? Is it needed? Well, again, if you take a medium like I think film, I think video games are, uh, just need to be entertainment. It's okay to learn something. Yeah. Like I had a teacher, and when I was uh, doing my Greek homework, I have a private tutor that comes to help me with the homework. And when she goes to the movies, I ask her, oh, did you like this movie? And she said, oh, no, I don't like this movie. And I asked her why, and she said, um, because... There wasn't really a lesson or a point to it. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking, I think, I just believe that sometimes there doesn't have to be a point to mm -hmm. it. It just has to be entertaining. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So films, you've got a big spread. Certainly a lot of film is very educational, and you learn a lot, and some of them are pure entertainment. So you've got a big range. Is like the Tarantino range, is mostly pure entertainment. Is the range as big in video games? Do you also have people that want, like your teacher, to get something out of it, or is it not that I don't think it's, it's not that big. Mm-hmm. Not really. So there's not that much. Because there's a bunch of historically accurate video games that are just for entertainment. Yeah. I, I think uh, Wolfenstein, mm-hmm. the series of the video games, I think that's about uh, uh, Hitler and stuff like that. But it's fun. You know, it's not just boring learning stuff. I also think it's a good way to pass um, information through video games. Mm-hmm. Right? Make it fun. Learn something, but make it fun in a fun way. Learn mm-hmm. something in a fun way. Yeah. So that's my uh, yeah, that's like my that opinion one, on video games. Was it Take 5 Interactive that had the, the ancient Greek and oh, the yeah. ancient Egypt? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just remember that. that. Yeah, so it's like um, from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. They made, they took a lot of the models and textures from that game and they made two separate games, um, two separate games where you could visit ancient Greece Mm -hmm. and uh, just look around, do different missions, but also learn about the history of Greece. But we didn't play it, so Mm -hmm. we were going to play it together because Dad actually did well. I would like to again. But it was a massive download, so I I couldn't... uh, Downloaded, yeah. but it looked very. I searched it up. I saw a bunch of trailers. It was Greece and Asia, I think. Oh, no, Egypt, Greece and Egypt. Yeah, ancient Greece. And ancient ancient Egypt. Uh, Egypt. Yeah. And they had during the pandemic free downloads. Like to for that, I accept. I think that's a good idea and a good way to. But pass you never downloaded either. I never downloaded it. I never downloaded. Right. See, I wanted you to go download that so I could watch you move through ancient Egypt and ancient Greece, which would have been fun for me <laughs> okay. to watch you. The other thing is I just wonder if, if video games are completely lost. Like, I was a gamer and I lost touch with it, and I'm sort of interested in it. I am interested in learning more about it if I'm not interested in doing it. But I think the whole world of gaming is basically lost on older generations, right, who have no what you, awareness whatsoever. What do you mean lost? Like uh, the older generation? Well, take people in their 50s, 60s, 70s. I know a lot of people. How well, aware? I don't know them, but I know... Uh, it's not a lot, but uh, there are people, like 60-year-olds and maybe even 78-year-olds. and. Right, so if I know, went to people on Idra in their 50s, 60s, and 70s... Wait, and hold them, on a second. Hold on a second. Idra is very different. It's it is? a island in Greece that most foreign people don't even have basic like stuff and TV okay right? so how that's not he- a good way to how about here in Gdansk in Poland right in Gdansk Gdynia so forth right if we went and talked to people in their 40s 50s 60s would how much awareness how much awareness would they have of games as entertainment none but it really and it also depends on a lot of things like culture and Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I think in America, you would. Do you think the gaming industry is equally, like, if you, for 13-year-olds? Are 13-year-olds in Greece as into gaming as 13-year-olds in America, do you think? Yes. Right. And yeah. do you th- I think they are in all countries, right? The young generation is pretty bought into video games. Yeah, very bought into video games. 
Right. Like if you went to Pakistan or you went to India or you went to South Africa or you went to Ghana, uh, Argentina, they would all, all the kids would have basically the same awareness of gaming. Well, if you've got developed areas and, and developed countries, yeah. Right. Yeah, because course. video games can be cheap. You don't need a lot of money to I know, video but games. I mean, when it's super underdeveloped, I don't know. Yeah, if, they're, if they're, they don't have any technology. But, uh, you know, you do go to see gaming salons. Right, if people don't have computers, oh, yeah. or <laughs> one person will have a computer in a village, for example, and all the kids yeah. will go there to play. Yeah. I think that's quite common. Yeah, it is quite common. We don't have that in Greece, though. But uh, right, because most people have. Do most of your fr- most of your friends have computers? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people from my class play on PlayStation Four, mostly. Uh-huh. But some some kids, uh, like my friends and another guy, play on uh, PC. Because it's probably cheaper to Plus play with a console. On, isn't it? On a, yeah, but the main advantage, if you have the money and the dough, mm-hmm. um, the main advantage is there's a bigger variety of games on PC. Because on PC you've got the internet, which the internet basically gives you access to everything. But if you got a P- PS4, mm-hmm. it restricts you from a lot of games. Because Sony is looking at those games and saying, no, this isn't good enough for us. No, we don't want that. But uh, what if I love that game that Sony didn't want? You can get that on the Internet. If you were to go to a village in Greece and they they didn't have a lot of money... Wait, hold hold on a second. I want to continue this. Um, So Sony, Sony, who has PS4, monitors these games and says if they're good enough or not good enough to sell, right, and to buy them. But on your on PC, first of all, you have so many game launchers: Epic Games, Steam, UPlay. You be like Ubisoft has UPlay, and uh, because of that, you have basically all the games ever made. So it's more games on PC. All the games on PC. All the games are on PC. Yep. Okay. Right. So if you don't have a lot of money, which platform would you recommend to somebody in a village? If you don't have a lot of money. See, the good thing is about PS4 is that, or just Xbox or all the consoles, is that they're cheaper than a good PC. Right, the PC is expensive to get the, a gaming. A so. good gaming PC with a good experience is way more expensive. This is what a friend told me once. It's way more expensive, but a PS4 or an Xbox or a Nintendo Switch, whatever, mm-hmm. has great, per, like, pretty good performance... But it's cheap, right. cheaper than a yeah, four hundred dollars. But if you have money, and you can get a PC, a good PC, then that's the way to go. Okay, that's uh, let's talk about the downside to gaming. What do you think about all? What do you think about like violence, sexual content, uh-huh. all that stuff, and kids? Do you think video? Do you think that affects kids? Should that be more tightly restricted? I believe that. Because kids uh, have a lot more information on their hands, either you guys should restrict the child from being on the internet and just in general, not just video games. Because if you just restrict the video, the violent video games, for example, then uh, the kid has access to the internet, which is way more dark and has way more shitty stuff on there, right? And because there's so much information on the internet, 
I think it's also kind of pointless to just restrict games. Either you restrict everything, or you just don't restrict it at all, mm-hmm. which is what you did to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not which, saying yeah, which I don't know if that was a mistake or not a mistake because it's hard to know. It's changed I think so much. Because uh, as I said should before, she, restrict it? she no. As I said before. Um, children have too much information on their hands. So, so do as I. As a kid, 13, mm-hmm. do you wish, now looking back, it had been nope. restricted? Nope. You don't think nope. that some of the stuff scarred you? No, not really. Not for me, at least. Mm-hmm. But it could be very, it could be possible for a lot of children. So here's to a be question. Scarred so let me ask life. you this. Because I don't know, it's your father, and I bet you a lot of parents are like me and your mom, and that we didn't really restrict or pay that much attention. Did any of these websites, whether it was something scary or something sexual, did any of those things scare you as a kid? Well, I didn't go on these websites because when I was the mo- the thing that I was using the internet for was YouTube. Mm-hmm. And on YouTube, when you're a child, you get recommended to childish videos, right? Right. So do you think so kids I didn't really know that they existed? Don't, they don't even go there. They don't well, go to scary yeah, but things. but uh, you never know. Right. You never know. You could accidentally right. stumble upon that when you're on the internet. Right. Because it's really not a safe place, in my opinion, right. to be on. But uh, you didn't, as you didn't yourself, let's Not say. me, but another child could. Uh-huh. How about your friends? Did you hear about people doing stuff that kind of messed them up a little bit or scared them too much? Or no, not really? never. Never. Right. But I still stand by that point because I think it's still very possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, possible, but you didn't experience it that yourself. Nor not me, no. You're not aware of it, yeah. Not me, That's the thing, no. yeah. I mean, people have I a, think. I think, to be honest, I do think that there should be some restrictions because, um, like I said before, Children, um, when they have too much information on their hands, they don't know what to do with it, and they can misunderstand. You know, they can understand some of the stuff that they're mm-hmm. reading or playing or whatever. So, if they don't understand it, they might take it in the wrong way, mm-hmm. and who knows? Then after that, maybe they can become serial killers. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But also, video games. I think it's a special like category of entertainment. Even when you're playing video games, violent video games, even as a child, I don't think that affects you or makes you want to harm somebody Mm -hmm. just because you're playing pew-pew on a screen. Yeah, it's coming from a different place. It can be very addicting, that's true, but I don't think that that is what inspires murderers. Not at all, right? Not at all. I don't think so. No. A a gaming situation is very different. What about you? How was that in uh, the 1970s and 60s? No, I, I think, let's say, what motivates somebody in real life? Did that even exist when, you know, this topic of violence in video games and stuff? Yeah, it started then. You know, it started Like then. Doom, for example. That's a pretty old game, and yeah. you told me that you played Doom. I, I agree. I don't think... I think it's maybe... Although it might still be out there in the media, I guess it's somewhat of a settled question. People don't seem that concerned with violence in video games anymore. You know, I think. And it's also it's also an old topic, right? Yeah, it's been discussed. It's never been. It's been proved as well that it doesn't really affect the child. Yeah. Or anybody playing video games, really. Yeah, it's a different place of motivation to play a game and to actually commit violence uh, against somebody or an animal or something like that, and to see the effects, I think, are different. 
Say, say somebody's playing a horror game, a horror map on a video game. What's that gonna make them? Uh, they're gonna try to scare guys. Yeah. <laughs> they're just gonna go. They're Walking just gonna around. go on the street like in a mask. Boo! <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it's. I don't think it's realistic. Yeah. To think that way. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree, and I guess that's consensus in society now. Um, okay, so again, I guess the only other thing that I can think that's of interest to me is I, I'm, I'm just wondering, outside of my personal sphere, if there are a lot of people in their 50s and 60s, you know, 40s, 50s, and 60s. I've seen a lot of YouTubers who are... I know this Minecraft YouTuber called Tinfoil Chef. I think, I don't know how this he's like... Um, Older than you, sixty something, maybe uh -huh. uh, seventy. I don't know. Who's a gamer? Who plays Minecraft? Who plays Minecraft? Yeah, you know, Minecraft. I think that you don't understand. It's not a childish game. I've told but you many times. But it is most before. popular for people like twelve years old, thirteen, as opposed to twenties. People in the twenties move yeah. on to different games, right? Well, yeah, I, I think it is. But a lot of people. From the Java edition of my like the chill, there's two different editions of Minecraft: Bedrock, Bedrock edition and Java edition. And basically, all the grown-ups who are basically the people who played mm -hmm. um, Minecraft for a very long time played on Java edition because it was the original Minecraft game. Um, it's coded with Java code, and Bedrock is coded with uh, C plus plus. Um, yeah. So I play on Java Edition, and all the people that play on Java Edition are grown-ups that I, I know. I there see. are some children, but still. Yeah. There, there's, like, categories of people right. on Minecraft, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just happened to be with a guy who died in a hardcore world, and most of his audience, and he plays Minecraft, of course, on Twitch, is 21-year-olds, people who are married and have children, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? You can't just say, oh, that's a game for children, when it's such a... And because it's a sandbox, it's such a creative game, you can do anything. Because of that, it's basically limitless to any age, I think. Yeah. Or any age that you can understand what's happening. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying there there is a significant number of people who are older who play these games. Yeah. And some of the games, like uh, Grand Theft Auto, you're supposed to be 18 or older, right? Supposed to, but to buy it. <laughs> I know a lot of people who are not. Actually, you can just see it. You just type on YouTube, annoying kid that plays GTA Five. Right, he's a young kid. You know, parents don't care about that right. that stuff. Right, you know it's they true. They don't. Eighteen plus. Right. Most of most of the people who play GTA are like sixteen, fifteen. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that's just a that's just a precaution to uh, just see. I wonder if there's any video games where the median age is above thirty. There could be, there could but be. I don't know. You think there could be? Yeah. Okay. Good. It's a big, interesting topic. Video games. You know, it's uh, again. I would like to. Did know you more learn about some it. new stuff today, Father? I did. Father? Yeah, I did. The podcast of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, again, I would like to learn more. I'd like to hear people's comments. I'd like people to make suggestions as to games we could yeah. enjoy. Yeah. You know, I do think gaming has a lot to bring in terms of uh, interest and stimulation to the to uh, people in uh, All right. not that much appreciation. Wait a minute. Okay. So we're done, right? I think so, yeah. All right. So yeah. uh, cue the music. 